Hi, I'm Polly Campbell, and this is Simply Said. Well, hello there. This is Polly Campbell, and you're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And... I think we can do it. You know, I think often how we feel is a product of what we learn, what we practice, what we know, and how we show up in the world. In other words, it's a choice, but we're not going to be good at everything. There are things we have to learn and practice throughout our lives. And I think that's the interesting part. I don't think it has to be hard. We're not coming at this from a place of imperfection or you're a terrible person and we need to change who we are. I'm really looking at myself and how I can make this life a little easier to navigate, have more fun and uh, really interact with people in a better way. And that's what I was thinking about this morning when I had a a series of phone calls to make, you know, into the year, into the summer, appointments to set up, doctor's appointments and teeth cleanings and all of that baloney. And I just got off the phone with a woman who works in my dentist office and she is fabulous. She has a tone in her voice that's cheery. She's efficient. She knows the information she needs and how to manage it. So she didn't waste my time. She was friendly, just enough, didn't cross the line, right? And and really empathetic, understood what I was after, juggling my work schedule and my daughter's upcoming school schedule and job schedule and all those things. And I thought, it was a great experience. And all I was doing was calling the dentist. She had great soft skills. Soft skills. Have you heard that term before? If you're uh, an entrepreneur or an employer, you probably have. Because while it's something we don't teach a whole lot or even talk about a whole lot, business owners want people with good soft skills. In fact, the, the state of Oregon just came out with a big review, an Oregon talent assessment that was released by the Higher Education Coordinating Commission and the State Workforce and Talent Development Board. And what that report showed is that in order to be ready economically, in order to have the kind of workforce that we need, they want people who have greater soft skills. They want people who know how to relate and collaborate how to talk and listen, right? These are the things that really separate us from, you know, AI and the electronic telemarketers and those kind of things. Soft skills are the things that we bring that showcase our humanity and also help us get the job done. I've been thinking about this, not in the terms of soft skills, but my daughter's spending the a summer at a summer camp. She's a counselor in training. And what that means is she gets some leadership training, but she's also working directly with kids in a cabin and spending the day with them and uh, teaching arts and crafts and other things. And before she left, I was like, you know, watch your tone and, and be kind and be polite. And then I said, don't be a doofus, because to me, it all is encapsulated in that. Don't be stupid, right? Don't be a doofus. 
work with others. Be kind. Don't always put yourself first. Be polite. Say please and thank you. I think those are soft skills and we need them in business and we need them in our families and we certainly need them while waiting in line at the grocery store. We need a whole lot of soft skills right now in this day and age when people are so stressed and things have changed so much at the workforce and in our neighborhoods. How we go about our days, how we run our errands uh, has changed a lot. And I think we need to be nicer about it. So that's what we're talking about here today on Polly Campbell Simply Said. Soft skills, what are they? How can we get them? You know, these are things rarely taught. You can learn how to use a computer program or you can learn about sales and marketing, accounting, finances in college, in training courses that your company might send you still. But what about the behaviors and personality traits and habits that require critical thinking and persistence and communication? What about managing our emotions and our mood so that we can get along and be productive even when we're ticked off? Even when there's conflict, what about managing conflict? Because all those are things that happen in any group you're working, whether it's at work or in a family. The good news is that even though these things aren't taught in the way that we learn a computer program, they can be learned and they can be practiced on a daily basis. And that's where my interest lies, really. You know, how can I get better at this stuff? How can I be more empathetic and be kinder, uh, more self-aware? How can I incorporate these soft skills into my work and my relationships so that not only can I get more done, but I can inspire and connect with others in a more meaningful way for both of us. The bottom line is if you have to deal with a cable company or someone in an office, an insurance company, I've been dealing with that quite a bit. If you have to go through these channels to make things work, if you have a conflict or situation that is not working out, if you head into those, these softer tools, you're gonna be more successful. You're gonna get what you want and have a better interaction with the people you're dealing with. Nobody likes when we come in hot, right? <laughs> and, and angry and uptight. But if you can learn these things and practice these things in key moments, uh, you're going to find yourself moving through the world a little easier. So what are we talking about here? Dependability, time management, critical thinking, collaboration. In the future of work 2021, the Global Hiring Outlook, which is a big survey and report produced annually, it was reported that when employers are asked to name the top skills they want in employees, it's not the technical skills needed for the job. They cited things like dependability, teamwork, flexibility, and problem solving. For me this year, flexibility has been a huge thing in the people I'm working with and in really navigating the ups and downs of my family life because of the changes in school and schedules and all of that. According to LinkedIn's 2019 global talent trend, 89% of job recruiters say that when a hiring doesn't work out, it is because of a lack of soft skills. So you can know all the technical information about the job you're doing, but if you don't have the soft skills to sell it, to coordinate, to work with others, to collaborate, the job probably isn't going to be very successful for you or your employer. Okay. So soft skills are 
the way we navigate the world, the behaviors, the habits. Um, you might be really good at writing, but if you can't be counted on to turn a story in in time, the editor's probably not going to hire you again, right? You might be great at leading the management team, but if you have an inability to communicate the requirements of the jobs, the things needed by the project, if you're unable to motivate people, uh, chances are you're not going to be very successful in the job. There are lots of aspects to this. One big one that I think encapsulates a whole bunch is emotional intelligence. And we're going to do a whole show about emotional intelligence because I think this is so key. But emotional intelligence, EI, is the ability to assess and manage and regulate your own emotions as you're dealing with different ups and downs. Have you ever worked with somebody who every time there'd be an added stress or challenge on the job, they just flip out and start snapping at other people? That's not high emotional intelligence and that's not good soft skills. That will actually keep you from producing on the job and really keep you from building the kind of teamwork and collaboration you need to be successful. Another soft skill could be curiosity and positivity. There's a lot to learn in any job and they are changing so quickly now. Most of us are just scrambling to keep up with the technical aspects of our job, the communication styles of our job. But a curious person is going to be more effective because instead of getting caught in the negativity of the moment, oh, this is changing so much, there's nothing I can do, I feel so overwhelmed, they're curious about it. Okay, what can I learn now to just navigate the situation today? What can I get better at right now? Where's this going? They ask the questions that starts the ball rolling when it comes to education and knowledge. And that's a more positive person to work with because they tend to be problem solvers, right? I don't know how to do this now, but I'm curious. I'm going to learn it. We'll work together and figure this out. Another soft skill, and these are a little more on the technical side, time management. If you have a big project come and do with your team and you don't get your stuff done on time because you spent more energy on research or figuring out the technology or communicating with the client, you are going to be in a world of hurt. I see this all the time around my house. We'll be talking. We're leaving in 15 minutes. We're, we need to be in the car in 15 minutes. And my daughter will come out in 15 minutes without her shoes on or her makeup on or without her lunch or whatever it, it was needed that she needed to do. Coming out in 15 minutes isn't the same as being in the car. Time management is a huge aspect of these soft skills. Is this making sense? I bet you can look around in your family and in your business or the contractors you're working with or the customers you're meeting on a daily basis and identify some of these things that are working for you and within your organization and some of these things that aren't right? Because when we have a good customer relationship, when we have an employee that we really feel is going the extra mile, it's often because they have a whole lot of soft skills didn't make it work. They're accountable. And I think a soft skill that doesn't get talked about enough that I think about all the time now is agility, right? That goes to resilience. Agility is not whether you can touch your toes or not, although that's important as we, <laughs> as I'm learning in physical therapy. Agility is our ability 
to shift gears, to look at the changing circumstances or the input we're getting and say, oh, okay, this isn't going to work or this isn't the time for this. I'm going to try this or the evidence is showing this might be a better resolution or I can change my mind or change the way we approach. Agility is when the pandemic hit, we saw all these restaurants figure out a takeout service. Some did it really well. Some did it really terribly. The ones that did it well are probably still in business, right? Agility is when the employer said, okay, work at home. We're going to get the equipment you need. We're going to set you up on Zoom or whatever device, whatever program you want. And we're going to create the same kind of collaboration that we have in office from your home office. Instead of saying, oh, what do we do? There's nothing we, and you have to come into the office and being rigid, they bounced, right? They were agile in their thinking. We still have a job to do. What are some ways we can do it now, despite the changing circumstances? And that's what agility means. And I think this is a big thing in all of life. I just experienced this with my daughter. Summer camp had to close for a few days due to COVID. And we didn't find out until an hour before it was shut down, how to get her home, how to keep her safe and well, how to make sure she was ready to go back when they reopened, how to do my job at the same time, all of this on short notice, that's agility. Some people really struggled with that. Some families and and kids had a real hard time. We bounced. I was proud of us. We figured it out. Is it easy? Absolutely not. Of course not. Of course, it's not easy, but it's doable. And those people who can do that with a a sense of humor and a creative, curious approach, those are really strong, soft skills. And that's what we want to be around in our business and our family. All right. So how do we do this, though? These things that aren't taught in books, how do we get better at empathy and become more in tune with our manners? How are we enthusiastic when it feels like the sky is falling? How can we stay focused and self-aware, focused on our job and manage ourselves, even despite all the challenges and adversity and uncertainty that's going on around us? Well, we can do it by practicing our soft skills. We'll talk about how to get better at them when we come back. Right here on Polly Campbell, Simply Said, part of the best business network of Electricast. And we're back. This is Polly. You're listening to Polly Campbell, Simply Said, on the best business network of Electricast. We talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy at work and at home. And today we're talking about soft skills. We hear these in terms of business a lot. I think they're just as valuable in our relationships at home, uh, when we're volunteering, working at our kids' school, dealing with friends, right? This is how we share ourselves and relate to others in our lives. So we're talking things like empathy, managing our time. When we say we're going to be there, getting there on time so we don't keep our friends waiting. This is about being creative and curious in times of adversity so we can find solutions uh, to changing circumstances. This is about being polite and courteous to each other and being kind, right? These are soft skills. We can all learn how to run the computer program or the sales systems at work or the accounting and financial 
skills needed to be the comptroller at a company, we can learn those things. Some of us are better at those things than others, right? I'm, I'm a better writer type. I've practiced that. I've learned that in college. I've studied the craft. But nobody other than my parents has really spent any time talking to me about the importance of empathy on the job. Nobody's really talked about how valuable enthusiasm is at work or at home right? It, to be successful in the business these days, to be a successful entrepreneur or have a side hustle where people actually want to bring their business to you or work with you, these are the things you've got to have. In fact, 89% of businesses surveyed said the reason a hire didn't work out is because people lacked soft skills, right? We need to know how to get along with each other in the world. And fortunately, it's something we can learn. Even though colleges rarely teach this, it's something we can learn. The first thing is to observe. Pay attention in your interactions. I told the story about how I was setting up a dentist appointment this morning, and the scheduler at the office was so awesome. She was cheery. She was efficient. She listened to the answers I gave, she'd ask a question and she actually listened actively to what I said, right? She got the job done quickly, so she didn't waste my time. And I thought she was really creative working around my schedule because it's kind of a weird one right now. We all have a lot of things pressing on our schedule. So she found a creative way to make it work for me. She had a whole lot of soft skills. And at that company, that's the kind of person you want up front, right? Those are the people that are going to bring in more business for you because I liked her. I felt safe with her. I felt respected by her. But what about the people we're working one-on-one? What about the teams we work with in our families, in the, in the office, the people we need to collaborate with? How can we learn soft skills how can we teach soft skills? Well, here's the first thing it takes is pay attention. Align yourself with people that you feel good working with. If they're great collaborators, take a minute and observe. What is it they have? What is it they're doing? If you're on a team or a committee with them, how do they behave, right? So much of what we can learn can come from watching what works out there in the marketplace or at home. Pay attention to the social norms. Not all of them are okay, right? You don't have to adopt everything you see. But what are the social norms? How do people relate to each other at lunchtime? If you have an appointment at noon, when do they show up? And if they're always five minutes early, if they never keep anyone waiting, and you know time management is a problem, a challenge that you're facing, it might be worth talking to them saying, hey, thanks for always being on time so we can start the meeting. How do you get everything done? Or how do you organize your day to get here? It's okay to ask those questions from a team member, right? If you see somebody with a whole ton of charisma, what is it they're doing? Now, some of that might be instinctual and natural to them, but chances are they're very good listener. Chances are they don't talk about themselves, as much as other people do. Chances are they ask questions of other people and listen to those responses. These soft skills are things we can learn by paying attention. And the same is true. When you 
encounter somebody who maybe doesn't get along with the team as well, isn't as successful at work, pay attention to what isn't working for them. Do they ever go the extra mile for anyone? Do they ever do favors? Are they creative in their responses when there are changes in the office? Are they the ones that complain all the time? Is that what you don't like about them or the way they work or interact? Then that's a key that you don't want to be that way, right? We can learn a lot from each other. This is where the awareness part comes in. First of all, you have to be aware of what you're bringing. Don't be tone deaf. Be aware of how you talk, what you think is funny. So often we hear people say, well, it was just a joke, especially now in the Me Too movement. What well, was just a joke? Well, it probably wasn't funny to any of the women in the office when you made a derogatory misogynistic statement. Don't be tone deaf. Pay attention to the world around you and what's working and those things that make people safe. Don't make jokes at the expense of other people. Be self-deprecating if you want to use that kind of humor, right? We don't want to be in an environment where we're making people feel less than. Now, we're all going to stumble and make mistakes, certainly. But these are things we can learn by watching the response to our behavior and having a moment of self-awareness. This is where my interest lies, really. You know, anybody can learn to write or send out invoices or those things. And there are people that are certainly very skilled at it. But my interest is in how we communicate and connect together, how we can make a difference in the day for each other, just by coming into contact, just by how we work and relay. We spend most of our lives working, truly. So I want to make those interactions with the people I work with or for as positive as possible. I want them to feel comfortable with me. This isn't contrived. This is a sincere interest of mine. But there are things I can learn to do better to make it happen. And there are some of these soft skills I think I'm good at and others I really have to do a lot of work on. I'm I'm a pretty good communicator. I like to talk to people. I'm curious. I hope to make people feel comfortable so that we can work together in a creative environment. But when it comes to listening, my husband wins that hands down. He's a much better listener than I am. So when I'm in groups of people... I become very deliberate, and sometimes I'm more successful at this than not. I become very deliberate, reminding myself to be a better listener because I know that's a weaker aspect of my soft skills, okay? So today, before we sign off, simply start by thinking about which soft skills you bring to the mix. When you get feedback at work from your team members or your friends or your boss or your supervisor or your employees, what are they saying to you? Chances are they won't say you're so good at computer stuff. They might because that's probably an aspect you bring, but they might also say you're really good at demonstrating this or you really, or I knew you could handle this change. Thank you. You're really somebody I can count on. You're very dependable. Or maybe you hear something like, I knew you wouldn't give up until we figured it out or until you made the sale. Those are soft skills. And those are the things that we may not coach and we may not interview for, but ultimately they determine whether we're successful at work, at home, or in our relationships with the people we deal with during our day. So think about it. What do you bring that's really good to the mix? What 
is your strength as a soft skill? You have a good sense of humor? Are you creative? Are you a good problem solver? Are you empathetic? Are you kind to others so that they can be safe and do their best work around you? What is it you bring? Maybe you're a great time manager so you can get the work done on a tight schedule or you're somebody can be counted on to show up at time. And think about what you're not as good at. I'm not as good of a listener. I really have to work on that. I'm not as good at staying calm on a very tight deadline. Although I'm good at hitting the deadlines, my whole job is about deadlines. I tend to freak out a little bit before that. I'm very creative, but I'm not so good at being enthusiastic when things change, right? I tend to get quieter and stick my head down and go for it, but I tend to get a little impatient in those moments. So reflect on what you're bringing and reflect on what you're not as good at. And then identify a person that you know, a friend, family member, employee, coworker, somebody that you know that is really good at the one you want to build on and pay attention to them. If you're not good at time management, find somebody that is and observe and talk to them if you find that helpful. When you're in a group where somebody's listening to you and asking active questions of you and you feel like you're the only one in your room when you're talking to her, pay attention to that experience. What are they doing? What soft skills are they bringing to make you feel valued in that way? And then we can mimic that, right? We can copy that. We can learn and adapt our own style and get better. Agility is one of these things. Two years ago, pre-COVID, I would say it was one of the more weaker qualities in me. Now, are you serious? I can change on a dime. And I find it really interesting to do. I find it empowering and, and something I'm so glad I'm learning and getting better at because it has helped in so many ways. Uncertainty doesn't bother me. I am much more curious about things than I was even before. And because I'm curious, I'm able to switch it up. Oh, okay. I wonder if they're going to get camp back open. All right. How can I change this around to go get my daughter and get her back and keep her safe and all this? It happens in a split second now. And I like that about myself because before all this happened, I wasn't very good at that soft skill. Now I'm better. And that's something positive that has come. And that's something we need all throughout our lives, right? What are you bringing? What soft skills do you have? How can you share them with others to build the collaborative relationships, to make it easier at work and at home, and to really be indispensable to the people who want to work with you? And what do you need to work on? Find the people that are exhibiting the kind of empathy and time management and perseverance and curiosity and creativity and agility and so many others that you want and observe them and practice one new skill a day. Listen, this stuff makes all the difference. It certainly makes the difference to our employers. Statistically, in all the research, it shows that people want those who know how to relate in this way. So trust yourself. Go out and learn and become self-aware and have fun doing it because it provides an opportunity for us to collaborate more, to get closer to the people we're in relationship with in our lives and really support each other in a way that helps us all be more successful. When we can create an environment of empathy and collaboration, when we become active listeners, when we become curious and engaged, then we all feel supported and that will help us all live well, do good and be happy. <music> 
Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast. Yes.